Where's T? Hello, y'all. <laughs> Whistle. It's another episode of OZ Podcast. You know what I noticed since we've been recording via Zoom is um when we were recording in studio, there were we had an intro where we was like, Whistle, this is Alicia and this is Draco. That has not been on the episode because um I had started editing in iMovie. And I'm not putting up video no more. So um it takes way Also, dang, I just got just for name. I put it up today. How about that? But that's it. It just takes way too long to put up YouTube videos. I'd be in the timeout. It just be too much. But um, I only I didn't I just didn't put it up for the last episode. But anyways, when I was editing in GarageBand or Logic, it would have the preset intros and stuff like that. So mm. anyway, I saw you was outside last week. Explain. Oh, so glad you brought it up so I can just tell you what a what a dumbass I was. <clears throat> <clears throat> you hear that? No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um last week I went to um Port Calvin's. This was on Sunday. I went to Port Calvin's. After Port Calvin's, I went to traffic, which is um another little brunch spot turn day party kind of thing. Where is that in Midtown? Yeah, it's like right um right across some opera kind of. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So I went to traffic. So many people in there was so hot and just disgusting. So then um Wednesday was um Onaji's birthday. So we went to Korean barbecue and then afterwards we went to the Marquette, the worst decision I could ever make. I feel like Corona was in the building and she definitely got on me. Wait, well, the, was that the white party at Marquette? No, that was on Sunday. <laughs> so you went on a Corona tour, got it. Um, I went on the Corona tour. Now, what made you feel like that? Is it because it was just so packed and hot? I'm going to tell you what happened. And this, So, when I left there on Wednesday, um, I was cool. The next morning, I was kind of scratchy a little bit, mm-hmm. but I had to go to work. So, I was, you know, whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, take my little vitamins, whatever case may be. And then over the course of the days, my throat started hurting. Then um, Sunday, I went to the day party on Saturday. Sunday, that was a white party on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday, I had to go. I had to go to work. When I got to work, I tried to drink some coffee. I because I was feeling just like so out of it. Mm-hmm. I was feeling queasy. So at first, I'm thinking, I'm like, am I hungover? But I didn't even drink that much. And you know. I'm like, I did kind of drink a lot, but I'm like, I don't... But you know how I, your body is when you drink. Like, you probably know. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Because I don't drink brown. So I was drinking brown on Sunday, on Saturday. So I'm like, I don't... Maybe that's just brown liquor and reacting. But I had a slight cough. <laughs> I had a cough. I had a headache. My body was kind of aching a little bit. My throat was hurting. And my stomach was hurting. So when I got home, I told my roommates, right? what was going on, guess what they said? They felt the same way? Everybody felt the same way. Carl Terrence, he felt the exact same way. I said, we got COVID, period. Yeah. Dang, so what <laughs> you gonna do? Um, I don't know. I Honestly, um, once I felt, once I figured that out, I just literally, we all just kind of looked at each other and then we was just like, no. Like, we was, everybody was like, that can't be it. And then... That's what y'all didn't want it to be it. Yeah. <laughs> So I ended up just going to, um, I was just reading online, like what you should do 
along with quarantining yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I ended up just getting some Pedialyte because I said you need to stay hydrated because that's like the number one. Just flush your body out. Yeah. Um, elderberry, I took some elderberry and I I didn't take no Theraflu, but I just been taking vitamins and, um, Pedialyte. And honestly, I don't, I don't even feel sick no more. Yeah. Well, if you want to be safe, I think they, um, luckily I don't have to go to work until Saturday. Okay. So up until then, I'm just gonna stay in the house. Yes, please but do. That's that's. I mean, I'm sorry. I think that I think that that. I mean, I. You know. You had a weak moment. Girl, I was tired of being in the house. And you had then, a long weak moment. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long weak moment. It was people's birthdays and stuff, and then I just. No. I get it. I've been very very anxious just from being in the house. I'm getting. It's to the point. Where I'm Don't like, do it. Oh, I'm listen. Oh, you ain't got to worry about me. I ain't been nowhere. <laughs> But I mean, Don't I have it. I have left the house for specific things. Like if I need to um, pick up like a drive up order at Target or something like that. I went inside of Sprouts the other day, but they be empty all the time. So that really wasn't um, an issue. But anyway, I um yeah, I just been super strict. But I will say when I'm out and I see people just enjoying regular life, I'm like, am I tripping? Yeah, because then also we was trying to figure out like, OK, it could be that. But also it's been raining and it's been getting really cold. Yeah. So it could so be, it'll be hot. Huh? Yeah. But I could just be reacting to that. Yeah. That's what we was like. I don't know. So that's why I kept saying, I think I might want to go get a test, but yeah. Well, it's I do know one mess. thing. I don't know if it's, if they still doing it, but my friend said that she went to Georgia tech and they let her take her own test. I think I told you this earlier. Yeah. So, cause a lot of people's problem is they don't like how far the, the administers put the swab up their nose and it was just uncomfortable. But I think if you can do it on your own terms, maybe that's helpful. But I mean, I don't mean, I don't know about you, but I do feel like whether you have it or not, it's like just stay in the house unless you get really bad, you know, side effects, but it is kind of like a peace of mind if you get tested and find out you don't actually have it. So it's kind of, yeah. So I'm definitely staying in the house. I do have to work, but I'm definitely um, taking my N95 mask. Yeah, and keep your hands um, clean. Yeah, I got a fucking Barney bag full of hand sanitizer and <laughs> sanitizer spray. I got all this stuff. I went and bought some more because I just, yeah, that was a crazy yeah. scare. Well, you know, you play stupid games I mean, I and know. surprises. So. I went too far. That's what it was. I just, I don't know. I should stay my ass home. So now I know. Sit my ass <laughs> well, out. you had been preaching that this whole time. So when I seen, I was like, "Oh, oh wow!" I think that what it was is that um, I just personally didn't see any rises in the cases. So in my in my head or in my defense, I'm like, "Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's going down, and maybe it's a little bit safer to go outside, even though it's not confirmed, no cure or whatever the case may be." But I just felt like it was going down. Like I didn't see any new cases. So I was like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, well, there are, I've been looking at it every single day, and there have definitely been more cases. And next week is going to be the real kicker because after these protests have kind of simmered down a little bit, um, people who have probably you know gotten tested those will be reported. But um, I mean, I get it, especially when it seems like things have kind of like lowered the, the uh, you know the, the statistics have lowered a lot. But the thing is, even though it might be low amounts of cases, that don't mean those cases ain't around you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you just gotta. I get it though. You 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 had a weak moment. That's all I'm to. Don't do it again. Don't do that. <laughs> black business of the week. Ain't black business of the black business of the black business of the week. 
Yeah. So this week's Black Business of the Week is a, um, from a tweet that I actually went a little viral with on Twitter. You did what I'm saying? Follow me on Twitter at Alicia underscore. I think that's my don't Twitter. follow her. She don't. She really don't want y'all to follow her. She just saying that because it's the proper you thing. You my company. Don't. <laughs> anyway, so no. Um. So when um when me and you we both used to stay in these apartments in uh, Marietta, right? So when I stayed in Marietta, I um I used to always complain like, man, these beauty spot stores over here don't have nothing, man. All they got is this. this, this. So when I was this was in 2014. So when I was living out here, it was 2014 to 2017. I would go all the way to Greenbrier or Camp Creek to go to the beauty spot store because I know they got everything. So, um, but when yeah. I got tired of driving out there, I would just go to this one beauty supply store that's down the street from my house off Cobb Parkway. And they didn't really have a lot, but you know, it got, it got the job done, I guess you could say. Well, it wasn't until I left and came back that I found out that in that same parking lot of the beauty supply store, I, go, I went to on Cobb Parkway, there was actually a black owned beauty supply store called Atlanta Beauty Depot. And, okay. um, I had no idea that black owned, black operated, and they've been there since 2002, I believe. So we're looking at about oh, 18 wow. years in business, and they are very friendly. They have everything. I mean, everything. You hear me? But anyway, so I tweeted this, and it just went crazy. And somebody told me that they went in there and told the owners that um, they came in because they saw it on Twitter, and they were like, "You like the tip person to say that?" So, run me my free um, flat irons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I really am happy that happened. They got that traction because. Um, there is a beauty supply store in that same parking lot. And this beauty supply store, y'all, if you go to um if you go to the Juicy Crab on Cobb Parkway, it's in that same plaza, except it's on Which the is closed for COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't a black owned business though. <laughs> but um so this beauty supply store is at the very end of the plaza, right behind the um IHOP. So you don't really see it. It's not an like when you people go to that end, they might be going to Bruce's or they might go to IHOP. But if you get a chance, just check out the Atlanta Beauty Depot Beauty Supply Store. You'll notice it has the um the Beauty Depot part uses the same font as the Home Depot, so it's an easily identifiable landmark. But they really are very friendly. It literally, is black operated. I never. I mean, you know, you might go to Beauty Master in Camp Creek. You got some black girls working in there. But these are grown women. Looks like a family. They work. They they operate. They super friendly. I mean, it's just. And these are people, you know, one thing I think was really cool about um, this, this location is because they are black women, they can give you advice on hair products because they have the same experiences that we have. It's oh, been yeah. plenty of times. I remember one time actually in that, in the beauty supply, uh, in that beauty supply store that is in that same parking lot, I went there before with some um, flexi rods in my hair and the lady literally asked me like what they were and what were they for? And she showed us me. She was like, is this what you have? What is the, I'm like, you don't get your <laughs> the lady who worked there yes i swear to god and i had to like show her a youtube video real quick on like how to apply them she really didn't know what they were she just sold them and she knew that was popular but yeah. um but yeah so you know i um i only go there now i've told other people about them but if y'all get a chance it's not that far outside of atlanta if you go to the battery if you go to suntrust park if you go to juicy crab um if you go to cumberland mall you literally is are you already there yeah just drive a little bit <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to check it out. I normally go to um, Beauty Chapel Beauty. Okay. The one, um, the one that says Stop the Cab. Yeah. I don't think that it's black owned, honestly, but they do um, hire black people, which is kind of rare because I never see unless I go to a Beauty Master in Camp Creek. They That's do the only one I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty, uh, Beauty Master. Oh, and Greenbrier. Beauty Master Camp Creek. Oh and yeah. Green do have black employees but you know why because it used to be super beauty <laughs> and it used to be circus city but we ain't gonna take it that far uh, <laughs> um but yeah i don't think it's black on but that's the one i go to but 
if I'm in that area, which I do plan on moving in that area. Hey. Um, I'll probably just start going there. Yes, please do. And it might be an extra track, but you know, I've grown to be so passionate about black business over the last few years that I really do go out my way to support. So, you know, you you might need a new pack of weave every so many months. It's not gonna hurt you to just, you know, this is what you do. Yeah. Plan everything around that trip. You wanna go to Juice of Crab? Sure. It's not black owned, but it's black adjacent. <laughs> yeah. it's like, um I I worked on over the weekend I worked on set of uh, two music videos. So I worked on uh next alongside of another makeup artist her name is melissa and she mm-hmm. is mexican but she just um we had like a really long conversation just about supporting black businesses and she was just saying um you know how important it was for her to just support local businesses especially when it comes to cosmetics she was like i don't really she she has products that of course are bought out of sephora or ulta or stores like that but she said um she just try to support people that she know. Like if she knows somebody that has certain, that sells eyeshadow palettes or lashes or whatever the case may be, she makes it her point to support them and support, you know, people around. Because she said, you just never know. She said, these white companies just take our money. They don't support us for real. We never hear from them again. Except the thank you on the receipt. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, she brought a good point. I mean, it, and it wasn't something that I was necessarily blind to, but it just kind of opened my eyes and was like, you know, because I'm a person that I like to, especially when it comes to cosmetics because of the field I work in, I definitely try to buy stuff that's quality. So, I, I, if I can't touch it, if I can't, like, play around with it, or if I know that it's not of good quality, or I, or if I don't know, I can't buy it, but... I'll spend money on makeup just because this is my profession and I want it to look perfect. But yeah, and it's a business thing. I, gotta, I mean, I get it. It's some stuff, but think of it like food. You go to a restaurant, it look good. You don't know how it's going to taste. If you don't yeah, like it, send true. it back. People have return policies. And they have, they have black luxury makeup brands. Pat McGrath being one of them. So mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And to be, to, uh, to throw this out there, Pat McGrath is actually, the first black person to make a billion dollars off of her mm. cosmetics line before Kylie and Kylie ain't with- black anyway. But um, but yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So y'all make sure you check out Atlanta Beauty Depot on Cobb Parkway. It's I mean it's considered Metro Atlanta, but low key is Smyrna. But don't act like it's far, y'all. Don't play with me. It's yeah. eighteen minutes from the west side. Okay, <laughs> it's I'm not that not- far from me. It's probably like I'm in Decatur. I'm on the east side, so yeah. That's- 20 minutes for me. Yeah, I feel like most places that are off 285 are close to everybody. Yeah, I'm 285 and 20, so you you know. Yeah, and we got 75 right now, so don't make no excuse. Next time one of y'all say y'all went to the beauty supply store, I'm going to ask you which one you went to, and if I find it ain't black on, I'm you're going to just have to find out when you tell me. <laughs> Sorry, what we got in shop town? Um, I think you had a shop talk today. Well, for one, before we get to that one, though, what about that damn insecure episode? <sighs> Easter Ray shook the table this season. This was a phenomenal this. season. Let me just say this. I was yelling at that TV from the beginning to the end of the episode, okay? Mm-hmm. I was yelling at that. I don't even know where to start because I think that what I, it, it just really inspired me. I love how Issa, for one, um, she approached Nathan with how she you know how she was moving forward with Lawrence and she just expressed to him like you know um how since they were back together that they don't she don't feel like they should 
really communicate that much because it'll be too, you know, for conflict. Yeah, conflict of interest. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know about other people, but I feel like people don't do that. Especially in my in my community, people don't do that. People my don't either. People <laughs> People like the people feel so entitled. They want it that way for them, but they don't want it like that for their partner. Yeah. People like the idea of a backup plan, which I don't think is cool. But I get it. I do get the idea. Yes. But if you are serious about something, especially considering Issa and Lawrence, it's like stop. Like you know what this is. Yeah. Um. But I remember seeing people tweet like two episodes ago that Condola was pregnant. That I. I said it right here on the show. Remember, I, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you was like Lawrence, was like nah, he, they talk. I said yeah, they talk, but they don't mean. <laughs> you I know remember. What? Let me make this point. I don't care what the history is. I don't date men with kids. By Lawrence, on to the next, and that's just me. Now I don't know if Issa gonna do that because you never know. She might, you know, Condola might change her mind and get an abortion. But I am not anti-abortions. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so three points I want to call out from the episode. I'm glad that they um. They didn't really say it yet. I'm sure they'll address it next season, but Tiffany experiencing postpartum because that is a very, 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 very common um, issue that women deal with after giving birth. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's so interesting how Molly went back to Issa after she ain't got no man no more. And then she was ready yeah. to fight for her relationship with Andrew instead of trying to fight for her friendship with Issa. Well, she could have done both with both of them, but you could see where her value, her priorities are. And then... Um, yeah. With the Lauren and Issa and Condola thing, you know, it sucks. And um, and I'm glad that they showed Lawrence responding that, reacting that way, because it kind of adds a little nuance, because ideally people be like, oh, I'm winging together no more. I want an abortion. Okay, cool. But in this situation, it's not that he don't like her. He just was not. Y'all didn't plan to have his baby. Y'all not together no more. Y'all, he his baby and y'all wasn't together that long, but in, in reality, it's like, Y'all both grown. Y'all know what you know. You knew the precautions, precautions that you was taking. So I mean, it's like they do. But what do you do when one person wants the baby and one don't, and the person carrying the baby is the one who wants it? Because obviously it's pro-choice. But you know, I do believe obviously my body, my rights. But what do you do if the daddy, like she was like, you don't have to be there. I wouldn't want that for my child. Like don't say that. It might be like I've read a lot of tweets from women who said that they want the baby more than they want the man. I totally understand that. But I think it's it can be really unhealthy to want to be a single parent. Like it might seem like oh I got this, but that's a long term. That's a long term effects of that. And for me to grow up and find out my mom might have told my daddy you ain't got to be around. Yeah, you know for the longest I said I wanted to be a single parent for years. Man, it's not easy. And I don't, I'm not, I've never even been a parent, but I think that's I would, so- I always say that, I always say that I wanted, like, I wouldn't mind being a single parent of five kids. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People be, people be having a father in the house and a mother in the house and they don't want that. I think, I just think that it might be, it's one thing to feel like you can afford and you're stable enough to take care of a child by yourself, but it's just so much more that goes into developing a human being that one parent cannot do for both. It just is what it is. Nothing you can do, but it's nothing about being a man or being a woman. It's just, you know, it's like, what's the point? Like, it's just kind of like having a friendship. You don't need friends, but having friends are conducive to a healthy life and making proper decisions. You know what I'm saying? It's just way deeper than that. And I, I think that it's really it can be really damaging to want to put a child a human being that's going to grow up in a situation like that babies are not just to be cute yeah like this is a real thing i'm also kind of glad that um that andrew broke up with miley and only reason why i feel like that is because i feel like miley keeps brushing off her outside issues outside of her relationship 
and I feel like she's using the relationship as a crutch. And she, yeah, oh yeah, like she's using it as a crutch. So she ain't going well over here, but she knows that she can come home to a man. So she's not worried about that. Yeah, she don't yeah. care about fixing no other friendship because she got her man. And I feel like a lot of people think like that, but realistically, it's like you gonna need somebody outside of him. Yes, and that's not healthy. Your 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 partner should not be your like punt like punching bag. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you need some healthy outlets, and you can't be that invested in somebody else that you don't even have nothing else going on for yourself. Yeah, it was a mess. So yeah. I was glad that he did that. She she looked stiff, but I feel I knew that once they broke up, I said she finna get cool back with Issa. Yeah, and look, I know. look what happened. And you know she had that little I moment know. when Issa was talking to uh, what's the friend, the baby daddy name? I mean the husband name, Tiffany's husband name. Um, when they were on the bus and Issa was like consoling him. Is it? I feel like it's something like that. It ain't Mark. I don't know. We're just gonna say Tiffany husband. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, she like Marley was probably was probably thinking like, dang, you right. I don't even know what to say. Oh yeah, when he was when he was like just expressing his feelings and they would, she probably was like, damn. Right, this- and then Molly didn't have anything to contribute. She just was like rubbing his back. Yeah, she a weirdo. Weirdo. Anything else oh, on Insecure? Yeah. Shout out to BBR Nun, Insecure listening um listener. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, uh, sorry. All right. Um. Well, you said you wanted to talk about what right now? B Simone and the B is for never wrote a book. <laughs> no, long story short, you know what's so funny? People, um, I saw this tweet from Meat Mill talking about um, all right, let's back up. B Simone did a couple things, okay? First, she was on her she was in her Desi Banks bag about the protest. And yeah. okay, sure, a lot of people were, so we let it slide because you get you got educated, or so you say. Then she wanted this whole I'm holier than now, I might as well be the Virgin Mary type to the uh to the bs and was talking about how she she can't be canceled by an app knowing her whole career was built around an app you know what i'm saying so she just she just was in her y'all can't tell me nothing because i made it back and then um after that happened people was dragging her all week and then somebody who bought her book or someone's friend bought her book made a video like showcasing the poor quality of the book like the book literally was like a funeral pamphlet yeah, like a program Yes, it was like a stapled together book and you can, it was one of those things where the page is not bound all the way up and down the spine. It was just like stapled twice in the middle. And then she goes in and looks at, it's like screenshots of these like super generic emails. It had like teacher style templates in it, just all this stuff. And it just was, it just, to me, it's not a book. It was more so like a workbook or, yeah, yeah. you know? So anyway, then as if that was not enough, she got drugged for a few days for that. People who she, she, so it turns out that she actually copied the content of her book verbatim, same design, same verbiage, same bullet points, same everything from other people who are not as popular or big as her. And so people drug her as they should have, you know what I'm saying? You don't want, and then, oh, hold up. Then she went on a Nick Cannon show talking about how she don't want to date a guy with a nine to five, which I didn't really have a problem with that. And you got to have a, you got to be an entrepreneur, got to have an entrepreneur mindset, rah, 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 rah. So now she's setting the bar high for herself. Like she really be getting it in, you know what I'm saying? And then we find out you don't copy the book. So like, what's the mindset you're talking about, sis? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so, um, 
it's just really funny to me that um number one i always felt like these large content creator influencer people they always steal from the lower level people that's just i see all the time like i've, I've seen so many like videos like skits that people have done and seen people and i'm not gonna drop their name because they haven't done that to me just yet and i might want them on the show <laughs> but they would do the exact same skit or follow the same i'm just like are you so when you are you too busy to create content even though you're a content creator like where does that come from but anyway i just want to give um there we don't really have this segment but the clown of the week to be Simone because I'm sorry sis you dropped the ball and she tried to own up to it but you know what's so funny her manager was like um we have a lawsuit going against the design company don't y'all work the design company was hers exactly your manager owns the design company and when is the design company become the book writer you get what I'm saying and the design and Miss Skittles who's her manager was sued by Disney for using um using Disney characters for her clothing line and I don't know if you're familiar with her clothing line Cupcake Mafia. Yes, it, I just learned that this week. It was a thing. Like Cupcake Mafia had a store in Stonecrest. They had one in Model of Georgia and they had one in Buckhead. Like it was a big thing. I remember them. I didn't I never went to their stores before. I did also see I don't know if it's the same thing, but she was on court TV too. She had got yeah, no that was a whole different thing. So she got sued for cop for for fraud. Basically, I think she tried to dispute like she didn't want to pay a promoter back for an event and she lied. The judge caught her in a lie. I mean, good. I mean, number one. Well, it's just so much that it, like she just got beast mom just gotta take the L. She honestly. gotta take the L and she gotta take some responsibility because I don't know about anybody else. But number one, the quality of that book, I would not have even bought that if I was a consumer. So why would I sell that to somebody? It, yeah. It's like got emojis. And you can use emojis. That's innocent. But it just kind of takes away from the city. You're talking about manifest, okay? And then your whole platform, let me get back to the nine to five thing. Your whole platform is about needing a man. But you out here talking about manifesting a man. Sis, maybe you ain't doing it right. Because where he at? You, you did all you did to get the baby attention. Saying she got it. Did she though? He was on the cover of her book, wasn't it? No, he was. She was in his music video. And he was on the. Wait a minute. Pull up the cover. It's just a phone. picture of her. What about the picture with her hugging the dude, and it was him? No, that was from the video shoot when they was. When he was sitting in the car. Yeah. Yeah, that was from the video shoot. Well, you. Uh, that's how you know I don't keep up. I don't really. I'm not an Instagram comedian. Um. <laughs> Honestly, and this is not to sound like a hater. I've never been a fan of hers. I'm not even gonna lie to you, but uh, okay, uh shout out to J. Cole and Desi. Oh yeah, and Young Barbecue. Oh yeah, definitely Young Barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't really keep up with the rest of them, though. And it'll be no shade. I just, I'm I'm. I mean, it's a lot of them, find... and I feel like we're not their target market. So we grown, we older than her. And Charlene, but Charlene ain't. She been off the right off the scene for a little. Yeah, she minute. do what she want when she wanted. I do like Miss Charlene though, because I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, um, I just, my thing is to anybody out there, no matter how big or small you are, do the work. If you're going to write a book, write a book and find out what it takes to do the thing that you're trying to sell to people. Because I think it's kind of messed up to find out that I could have just Googled this and got the same information. You're kind of selling the drug. It's like these girls who brunch things. It's like, half of y'all is running business off of drug money. So you can't tell me nothing about Ooh. how to start a business from the ground up when you ain't even do that. The only thing from the ground up is the money that you hid in the ground. So the police don't pull it up. You get what I'm saying? Siri, Google money laundering. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And you know what the thing is? There's a target market for everybody. So I can't even be mad at them for taking advantage of the opportunity, but it's not fair to steal from people when you like, like you literally didn't even try to hide the information. But you know what? We'll see how this unfolds in the future. 
It and ain't. I would never get a, ma- a manager name after some candy. Unless it's on a birth certificate. Miss Skittles. I used to work for Miss Skittles. Okay, well, you don't got to share an opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, listen, we are a honest platform. And honestly, if you put yourself out, in, out there in the public, you deserve, I mean, not necessarily deserve, but... You signed up for unsolicited yeah. fees. Yeah, because <laughs> if it was me, they wouldn't haul back on me. Right, and I want to. So much more I want to add to this topic, but I don't. I don't really want to drag it out. But just, yeah. I know this ain't. I don't, I'm. Not, I actually didn't join in on the dragging of B Simone because, for one, I don't know. I just don't be feeling comfortable doing people like that. Um, but I, mean, I, I don't drag people either. I do retweet yeah. something if it's funny now. Yeah, of course, <laughs> but I don't. I'm not. I don't get online and drag people. I just don't. I don't I'm not that type of person. Yeah, me either. That's but, weird. Um, I mean, it's not weird, but yeah. And this, um, I do feel like she's an injury. Wrong. Oh, sorry, huh? I just, I just feel like she was very wrong for that. I mean, I don't know. Right, and hi. So, um, and my thing is, and it's just to get back on it one time. This book is about manifesting that you wrote from the heart. What did you write? The caption. Okay. Then <laughs> she put out a video way before the book launched about, hey, my book is almost ready, but um, you know, I'm I really like to make sure my stuff is ready and good to go, and everything is perfect. I, it's delayed a little bit. I had to make some changes, girl. What change did you make from matte finish to glossy finish? Okay, uh, why do you have to take this so far? I don't like. Listen, you know, I don't play by good service. Okay? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I make sure that my service is a one because of you, people. <laughs> Because the way that you leave Yelp reviews and the way that you you read reviews and you um, do customer complaints if needed. If and when. I do feed, good feedback and bad feedback. Yeah. I just want, if you say, if I'll go to work as stressed out as I be at work, you want my money? Oh, it need to be worth my while. Okay? Yeah. Now I feel you. All right. What you want to talk about today? So, um, in honor of Pride Month, um, even though we are in the middle of a, of a pandemic and also a race war and police brutality, all this other stuff, we are also fighting against um, transphobia, homophobia, all of this type of stuff. So I did want to kind of shed light on it um, because I see certain issues from the Black community in specific. So today we are talking about the Black community. Uh, well, I am anyway. Um, not saying that it only happens in the black community, but I notice it happens a lot. Um, just yesterday, it really pissed me off. Um, one of my friends, she DM'd me a, um, she just kind of, she's very open about, I I, I don't want to say I, I don't force it, but I, I always let my female friends know how important it is to um, be an ally for the LGBT community if you are going to support me. If you're going to support my business, if you're going to support me, and if you want me as your friend or whatever the case may be, you have, that means you have a friend or a family member, whatever you consider me, in that community. So I feel like you should um, you should be an ally for that, for that person. Yeah. Because what if I get killed for being gay or something happened to me? Then it's going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody deserves their right. So a guy in Atlanta um, recorded himself or somebody recorded him um walking up on a black gay couple because they were holding hands and he beat them up. Oh my god, in Atlanta? Yeah. I got I like she she sent me it's and that's the thing, it's not even going viral or nothing. It's just like and he put it on his page and he made it the caption um it's my birthday and I don't want to see that shit on my fucking birthday. Oh 
my god what is wrong with people so my thing about it is this is this is exactly what i mean so why the fuck would you do that i don't we'll get to that part later but i just want to i just want to let you know like just how this stuff happens in my community around me literally probably down the street from me every single day yeah so you're right everything don't get recorded everything ain't gonna get recorded um me personally i've never well let me take that back i won't say i've never been gay bash um nothing has been like very severe but when it comes to this the um industry i do get turned down a lot um because of me being gay like say for instance um if somebody wants to um if somebody wants to hire a makeup artist for a rapper's music video and i'm just throwing out a random name this is not a real name but say for instance if future was doing a music video and he had female models in the in the music video and Mm -hmm. they want to book a makeup artist here but shoot the video in barbados Mm -hmm. if they find out that i'm a guy and I'm gay, they're, they're going to be like, find somebody else. I don't give a fuck how good he is. And it has happened to me so many times because the booking agent will book me and confirm me and then come back and say they had to go another route. Really? Now, did, does this happen? Have you ever gotten to the site where you are hired to work and that happened? Um, I haven't. I, I, have, I haven't gotten to a site and they... Um, I've gotten to a site for work and it'll be for it was for a rapper and he like said something to somebody who he thought that it would be okay for him to say that to and then they popped off loud enough for me to hear it so i kind of like side out it like why are y'all over there talking about me like what did i do and why does it matter and then my thing is okay first of all like the uh, like let's say they're they doing an off-site video i'm assuming they probably want a woman because like again eh, would you be doing that rapper's makeup or whose makeup are you doing for them to even care no, I, don't, I wouldn't even touch them yeah dang most that's rappers, crazy most rappers don't even um wear makeup like i've even worked with rappers and r&b singers who do wear makeup and had no problem like i did i did bow wow's makeup twice and no not an issue and you called me when got it i had to find out on instagram but we ain't gonna talk about it because this is a way bigger issue so in my defense i found out when i got there i ain't know well i could have found out when you got there too (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just playing (sighs) wow Um, so so i do i get discriminated in the workplace and i think that um the unfair part for me is i do express this a lot to my female counterparts in my industry and um a lot of the times they always fire it back on me or on my on us because they're like that's not true i don't believe that because girls automatically come to y'all and they they want to get their makeup done by a boy over a girl and da, 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 da. Yes. And i'm like that has nothing to do with what i'm talking about. i hate when people say stupid stuff like that maybe you do that but that you're not the only one and, and, and we're not talking about girls actually we're talking about the industry in general which is a male dominant industry yeah so that's that's definitely where I would um, experience some discrimination um, against myself. What do they say when they cancel with you? Do they be like, "Oh, we had a change of plans," or what? literally just say, "Hey, um, we, we we're going a different route. If something else <laughs> opens crazy. up, we'll come." You know, and this is something that I will probably clear my whole schedule for. Yeah. Um, 
they'll fight with me about paying a cancellation fee, but it's just like, I, I don't have, so now I'm missing out on money because yeah, it's like taking food person and told, pay me. That's the least you can do. Do and you I, feel, oh my bad. No, go ahead. Do you feel like you target specific clients to avoid that? Or do you just kind of put yourself out there and see what happens? Um, so I don't necessarily target. Okay. Let me take that back. When it comes to, celebrities like when it comes to uh, uh my regular clients i don't i can't it's a hard it's hard for me to screen them because half of the time i don't know them more like 85 percent of the time i don't know them especially if they're a new client i can't really screen them um but when it comes down to celebrities and and if i want to work with somebody um i definitely will go with somebody who i know that i can be 100 percent comfortable around um but when they come for when they inquire my services of course, I'll do it. Um, I definitely, I don't think I've turned down, um, I've turned down two people. I have two people on my list that I will not do work for. <laughs> well, one of, them, one of them I want to, I want to contest, but it's all good. Oh, well, I actually took, I, I took that person off. Oh, really? I took that person off. And the only reason why is because I feel like I was being judgmental for from a situation that did not happen to me. Yes. For one. So I have to make my own perception. So that's why I'm like, you know, so no, 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 no. But it's two people that I definitely will not service anymore just because I feel like yeah. But I give I, I give my clients a hard time too. And I and I make sure um I make sure that they know that I'm pro black, pro gay, pro gay, pro trans, pro ho. Pro everything. Okay? I'm pro everything too. Because <laughs> I mean, it's like, why are y'all separating things? It's so fucked up. Because it's not I'm, even that deep. It's like literally, you ain't never gonna see me have sex. So what I do when I'm not doing your makeup ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah. Unless I have made you uncomfortable by crossing lines of personal space or touching yeah. you or making remarks towards you. This has that has nothing to do with what you hired me to do. Yeah, I um. I definitely hire photographers who either are gay or in the LGBT community or they are allies for my community or comfortable with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely, I just have to make sure that my space is comfortable at all times. So, um, have you ever felt like you had to like, and this, I hope this doesn't sound problematic, but you had to like not be as obviously gay like have like toned down your personality or the way you look to like not deal with stuff like that like for me there's been times i see a group of dudes and i'm like i'm not walking that way i'm not about to deal with it unless i got on like an oversized t-shirt and a cap and gown yeah um i think there's for like at the age i am now i definitely feel more comfortable just being myself but i do feel kind of iffy going to certain hoods when I know I, cause most of the times I just have on sweatpants and a t-shirt. So, yeah. you know, that doesn't read gay, you know, cause of course people will be like, Oh, and you know what also I hate to, I ain't mean to switch the subject, but I do hate when I get female clients or just friends in general that always tell me, I'm so glad that you're not over the top and you don't dress. We need to talk about that too. Yeah. Dress feminine. Da, 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 da. I'm, but I'm like, what if I want to, like, it's definitely been times where I've worn makeup I've worn girl clothes. I still wear girl clothes in, here and here and you know now and then. Yeah, and it's like now that you said that, I'm kind of uncomfortable to even come around you when that happens. So now I am worried. Yeah. What, what about what my is- friends? What about my friends and my my trans girlfriends? 
or people that I know, what about them? Like what now I now I know for sure that you're gonna have an issue with that. And you gotta issue them, you gotta issue with me. We one in the same. Um, speaking from uh someone from my position, what do you think that like black women should do to be better allies with gay gay men? Because one thing I've seen a lot, and I think I just have, you know, it's I don't really, you know, obviously I don't have a I I am an ally. Like I don't, I, my, yeah. my whole circle been gay since been gay, been gay. <laughs> but, uh, and I hate, and I don't even mean to use that point, but if people know me, they know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Anyways, yeah. I think the the reason why I ask is because I feel like sometimes people look at gay men as like accessories. Like they be like, oh, I want a gay male best friend or I need a gay uncle. You know, it just be, it's like, as if like you something to go pick up and pack in the book bag overnight. Yeah. Um, For one, don't do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that the main part is to just ask questions because I mean it's the same thing with women. And I feel like um the way that I view women is I definitely ask a lot of questions so that I can get a better understanding of how y'all feel and what is disrespectful for y'all and just how to protect y'all in a way, you know what I'm saying? Even when you are not around. And I feel like as somebody in the LGBT community, I feel like that should be reciprocated. And I think a lot of times women do want to be allies and they do, they genuinely want to help. They just don't know how to help. And the second reason maybe not for everybody is that they're dating somebody who is not okay with it. So, cause I, cause I have had situations where they're like, you know, of course, I don't have a problem, but I just don't want to bring that around my husband or my boyfriend because I don't think, I, you know, I don't think that he would be okay with it, and that's not cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like, and, and I'm not, and I'm not, and the thing about me is I'm very understanding. I mean, like super understanding. So I get that we're taught because I mean, even for me, I get that we're taught um, growing up that this is something bad and this yeah. is something that we shouldn't accept and this is not how you should be and you know we're taught these offensive slurs to say against certain groups of people but um everybody's not as strong-minded to grow up and grow out of that or even have a mind of their own so it it that's when you have to kind of step in and instead of chastising them you got to kind of educate it, educate them on on it too. So you don't have to like just scorn your boyfriend or husband just because they are that way. But it does help if you do try to educate them on it. And if they not, then I mean, that, that's up to you if you want to leave them or not. Because I'm not saying break up with your homophobic boyfriend. But <laughs> but do that. <laughs> do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Because I mean, what, what if y'all have kids and they come out gay? What happens? Listen, I ask that all the time. I'm, I know some people who are like, uh-uh, don't do that because I don't want my kids turning out gay. And it's like, they're going to be gay if they're going to be gay. You know what I'm saying? And it, and you perpetuating that kind of thought process is going to make them, it's like, that's how people end up being in the closet and being afraid to come out to their family because they don't want to be judged or rejected. It's like, yeah. but I know for even for myself, even though I have always been surrounded by people that are identified as gay or trans or things of that nature, I used to have a mindset that was like, I like them, but I don't want my kids to be that way. But that just came from a lack of understanding like I, I and I mean this was like early 20s I know I know a lot better now but I think at that time yeah. I was going based off religion like I'm not judging a person yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's a sin to do this and da, 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 you know what I'm saying I just learned today that it wasn't up until the 40s that homosexuality was even in the bible like apparently it was replaced yeah, yeah, yeah. 
with it replaced a term that referenced um pedophilia, which I I never knew this. Obviously, I wasn't born yeah. in the 40s and neither was my mother, but you know, it's just really a shame how these things have control like our mindset of human like people who are literally human beings like the bible also talks about not judging people you know what i'm saying yep. and who who is without sin cast the first stone and y'all got a handful of rocks so what's this good none of my family I, i'm grateful to not have homophobic people in my family or at least publicly homophobic yeah um people but i i did have a moment where um I was being judged by one of my aunts and I had to let her know. I'm like, I understand that you are trying to be a mother of the church and you are up your pastor's ass. Um, but <laughs> your pastor is definitely smashing like four people in the church. Okay. Let's start there. You've never been married and you have six kids. And it's like, so out of and all the sins in the Bible, that's where you draw the line at? That's where you draw the line and you do crack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah, I see. And that, oh my god, it's it, people like people really don't even have a reason why they don't like gay people. Like, what? It, I don't. I just don't want that around me. What? Um, what is it? I don't accept it. What? Is, you don't gotta accept. You didn't have you to accept. Yes, I'm is. So I do have a few things I do want to bring up. So are you familiar with the Hood Healer on? Twitter. You know what? Yes and no. So I've seen that username before, and recently apparently that that person deleted their account. Yeah. So, um, initially one of my friends, both of us, we, um, he kind of introduced me to like, uh, spirituality. Mm -hmm. So like just the meaning behind certain crystals. And then we both like visited stores, crystal stores together. We bought sage and, you know, I just kind of sat in there and kind of talked to people who, um, who've been indulging in that lifestyle for years and just kind of getting a little insight on, I got like pamphlets and stuff from them and me and him used to hang out. We're not cool anymore, but he introduced me to the hood healer and he was explaining to me, like, you know, he was like, I feel like she's a one and you know, she's definitely spiritual, but she comes from a real life perspective. It's not so green. Like she come from the hood. So she, you know, she understands. But when I visited her page, something ain't right with her. It was real hoteppy over there. So I ain't ne I never followed her. <laughs> I just glimpsed at it and I told him, I'm like, I don't like I I'm not into it. You know, if that's what you into and that's your style, but I'm like, it's very hoteppy on that page. And I ain't that ain't me. You know, I just thought about something. I think she had when I went to the twenty nine rooms, I think she had like an exhibit there. Now that I think about it. Yeah, anyway. she's very, very well known. Okay. Yeah. Very well known. So um um, during this time, um, somebody brought up, since, you know, of course, all of the killings that's going on with, with the police, people were bringing up the killings of trans women and the killing of um, gay men. And even though it's, it's not, um, all of them weren't killed by police officers, just like how these black men and women were, some of them were. Like, I remember uh, recently a trans woman, she was like stripped of all her clothes and beat to the, uh, not, well, I don't think she died, but she got beat really bad. I know like you're her, talking about. Yeah. She, she light skinned, like real skinny. Yeah. Yes, and they, I did see that. By police officers. So this is something that happens all across the board. Trans women get killed in prison yep. because they put trans women in the same prison as men. Yep. So they get abused, they get killed. Nobody says nothing about it. 
So uh, a Black Lives Matter situation is a <laughs> Black trans. Yeah. Like it's it's for everybody. You can say they still yeah. But she she made a comment and and um said you were black before you were gay. Oh my god. And that just and keep in mind I she ended up coming she ended up like posting a video. Um I don't even know what it was that kind of just drew me in, but I ended up following her on Twitter because I'm like, oh, okay, maybe she ain't that bad. Let me just yeah. get so I made that big mistake because soon as a week later, that's when she had posted that tweet. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, so then she, of course, got attacked and she was trying to um, justify it and just say, like, oh, I don't have anything against da da da. da. That's always what people say. And it's, it's like, why do y'all have to kind of, I, I, I don't get it. I don't like how people just separate it as if we are aliens. Right, like that's how that's how people uh, t- uh, like approach the situation. It's like, oh, I respect it. I do. Okay, so what if I said that to you? Like, right. I don't. I, like, I, I respect you being straight. Yeah. I don't. You know, I just I don't really do that straight shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I no see problem. that a lot. I, the people talking about, oh, I accept it. I respect it, but I but what? Yeah. So um, she up deleting her page she didn't get it deleted she just deleted it herself i guess because it was just overwhelming i don't know but um it's just situations like that um from my point of view people that think because it's she's not the only person that has said that or online that i've seen mm-hmm. and people really do feel like that like you were black before you gay okay cool well how but, can you say that though like people are born gay that's accepted yeah. People are ignorant. This is the same. These are the same people who I saw on Instagram a few weeks ago when a man was bleeding and somebody said that he had AIDS and they started running from him because they oh, thought. Oh, did I see that? I think I did see that. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? It's like people just don't educate themselves and they just listen to word of mouth from people who. Their people parents, like being the bully, man. How yeah, can oppress, like be bullies. oppressors? I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. So she's definitely canceled in my book. Now I'm 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 a person that I I rarely try to cancel people because I like to give people, like I said before on previous episodes, I like to give people a little room to mess up because I mess up here and there and I say things that I don't necessarily mean. I just be a little ignorant and I should watch my words before I say it if I don't know nothing about it. But they're just but sometimes it's just my opinion on certain things, even if it is ignorant. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really judge, but I mean I think that for me, <laughs> Castle Hurt is because I didn't really see it to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so it wasn't even hard to do. <laughs> yeah, it, I ain't really care for her anyway. So that was just the thing. Um I also from a different perspective, um more recently in the LGBT community, um, the conversations of not uh of, of gender has been has been coming up so a lot of people identify as non-binary or even people who don't look trans like say for instance you were born in a male body and you still look like a male but you identify as female or them or they mm-hmm. because you that, those are just the pronouns that you go by Mm-hmm. Um, that conversation came up recently. Now, from my point of view, I don't really know too much about that because I personally don't identify with that. I identify with being a uh, cisgender male. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but I don't, I don't discriminate against it because at the end of the day, for one, why is it any of my business what you do? That's number one. Um, and out of respect, 
that's just and i and i try to this is how I, I explain to people because i think that one of the most ignorant things is to misgender somebody and out of just disrespect yeah like they, if they correct you then that's what you need to be saying what they said like call me what i told you to call me yeah and what's what's the harm in that yeah it's like somebody saying your name wrong it's like no i literally me. was just i was just about to say that <laughs> i was just about to say that's the same thing as like you growing up and you go you go by a nickname and everybody knows you by this nickname and of course there's always gonna be that one person well i don't know draco i know chris that's who I grew up knowing, so that's what I'm gonna call you. Like, no, I actually. What's the harm with calling oh, like me? Gun, what I don't make me use it. <laughs> yeah, like, what's the harm in calling me what I would want you to exactly. call me? Exactly, like, it's almost like them trying to have some kind of control over you. They trying to, you know, what I'm saying it's yeah. like, like I don't know that. You're trying to be funny. Like exactly. now, when I don't answer to you, now you're gonna have a problem. So the Arthur J.K. Rowling. Oh, I, you know, I'm glad you're sharing these things because some of these topics I did see trending, but sometimes when you click on the trending topic, it's just a bunch of people asking why it's trending. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, um, the author JK Rowling, she ended up coming on Twitter and just expressing her thoughts on basically, um, um, just her thoughts on gender, mm-hmm. gender assignment and gender. And I don't know what her previous comments were, but apparently she said some real transphobic things before. Um, but this particular, this particular, uh, tweet or these three tweets that she said, um, they didn't bother me because honestly that that it was just her perspective and she didn't say anything disrespectful to me. Yeah. Now this may be because it doesn't affect me or what, but I'm going to just read it and you tell me if I'm wrong. So she said, "Give me counsel." <laughs> I mean, it's a show. It's, uh, I'm just playing. No, I don't have a problem voicing my opinion because I'm gonna have some yeah. facts to back it up. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of lengthy. She said, "If sex isn't real, sex, um, she said, if sex isn't real, there's no same sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the live the lived reality of women globally is erased." I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. That was one. Mm -hmm. The idea that women like me who have been empathetic to trans people for decades feeling kinship because they're vulnerable in the same way as women, i.e. male violence, hate to trans people, hate trans people because they think that sex is real and have and has lived consequences is nonsense. I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd march with you if you would discriminate against on a basis of being trans at the same time. My life has to be shaped by being a female. I do not believe it's hateful to say so. What do you think about that? So she's who's erasing sex? So she's just basically saying that how people um i guess she's just she she's coming from a women's rights uh perspective i'm guessing mm-hmm. um but but i guess she's feeling like people who are um cuz a lot of people who who um identify or support the non-binary community and um trans community they also have a they have some people not all they also say that we should erase the idea of sex sexes like gender reveals need to not happen that's how they feel i don't like those anyway truth be told they are they always bring up like gender reveal parties for um babies 
um, and just, I guess, sex in, in, in general, you know what I'm saying? But I think that her perspective, from what I'm reading, and I could be wrong, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that from her perspective, what she's saying is that she does respect the trans community and she uh, respects, and, and she will fight for them if they're discriminated against, but she's just saying that she doesn't like the fact that people are trying to take away male and female. Yeah, I don't think anybody's trying to do that. Also, there's a difference between sex and gender. Um, yeah. To my knowledge, sex is your biological makeup. Gender is how you are. And that's why they say you're cisgender. Like, they're saying, like, based on your biology, you are a male. You are a woman. And so yeah. people might have the genetic makeup of, or the, you know, of the sex of male or female, but they might not feel that way. And so that's why they wish to be identified the way. I mean, I respect her opinion, and I, I do understand what she's trying to say, but... Twitter ain't the place for those kind of opinions, unfortunately. I feel like, you know, like I, even if I felt that way, I wouldn't even put it on Twitter because it's like, it's not going to be received well. I mean, you asking the entire globe yeah. to be like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think yeah, she should be canceled for that though. I, I just, you know, I just think that I am concerned with what matters for women. And that's just what it is. I'm not, a, I'm not Same. a male. I don't identify as a man. I don't consider myself, you know, um, they them or 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 yeah yeah me either. so but I, mean, I also i also am not opposed to it and i also don't discriminate against it and i definitely will, res will respect anybody's wishes to be called right my thing is be who you are and that's totally yeah. i don't care but i don't yeah i don't i don't really see what she said wrong i mean and it is an opinion it's not like she you know whatever yeah i don't I mean, I never read Harry Potter books and I never, that's not true, actually. Let me not say that. But um, I definitely am against the, the gender reveals, even though it's not necessarily the exact same subject. I just think that it's kind of weird to be excited or not excited about what kind of baby you're going to have. You should just be happy to have a healthy baby. And I think yeah. it sucks because I've seen some videos of people who literally stormed off because of the gender. And I'm like, what if your child see this one day? People, kids already deal with rejection issues as it is, okay? Yeah, you ain't even want me. You ain't seen me yet. Hey, <laughs> I might look like you. But um, just like in um, just like in the black community, in the gay community, it's also discrimination within our community in the black gay community, and that really bothers me as well. I feel like elitism plays a big part in our community, um, and I can also like admit my wrongs and admit that at one point in life that was me um and then also film shaming i think that guys who <laughs> um black guys in the gay community they all go for more manly guys if you're not in the gym and you don't dress a certain way it's always it's always that but i think that what i've noticed is that those type of men that do that, that go to the gym and they grow their beards out and they wear their Balenciaga shirts that's two sizes too small and all of those types of things that they like to do. Mm -hmm. um, they still go out and I catch them voguing and doing their thing. and, 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 and baby. Yeah, and, and using a uh, certain lingo. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I think that what the problem is, is that... I see them do that out, and then when they get around people that they like or who they're dating, they act a certain way. And I don't think that's... Like trying fair. to suppress the, think, that side? Yeah. I've, let me, I can honestly say that as long as I've been out and just dating, 
I've always been myself. I've always expressed that I've had a very bright side. Like I've always wore extravagant clothes and makeup on my face and paint and color hair. Like I've always been a very expressive person by how I feel at the moment. Like sometimes I feel like that, but I've also experienced within my relationship, um, somebody who wasn't, who initially i guess was okay with it and then after a while they were just like offended by the fact that people supported me because of how expressive i was and how open and free i was and they made me feel bad about it and i stopped doing it yeah like it really i've been there i mean not in that same situation i've definitely suppressed my personality for a relationship before because i was because of their reaction i'm just like but i should never did that but they convinced me that i was tripping me yeah, you should never like to the that. point where like he because he was more manly than I was, and he was just like I can't even believe he the words were exactly I can't even believe that people are really supporting a nigga with makeup on, but they're not supporting what I got going on. Some real shit. Oh my god, a gay man said that. Yes. Okay. First of all, they like me because they like me and what I do. They don't like you because you're not likable. And what you putting out is not good. So it made me feel so. It made me feel so small. It made me feel so insecure. It made me feel oh just like a whole bunch of things. And I think that after that, I just kind of like locked up and just yeah. I, it made it really made me change who I was. And I always look back and I regret it because for one, I felt like that was just what drew my audience in. Because they like the way I, I I express myself and express my art, and <clears throat> I liked it, and I felt like it was fun. It was me, but I think that after since when that happened, I just kind of lost myself. And then of course it took a while for it to come back. But that's why I'm such I'm so big on just being yourself and like uh, just people taking up for themselves. Just like don't date people that do that treat you like that and don't let them make you feel bad for doing it exactly if you don't be friends yourself, with people like man, that imagine pretending to be something you're not for for the sake of love Mm-mm. yeah and or to the sake to the sake of looking like you have something that you don't and i feel like i really want to take that it's it, it's gonna it's it's hard to do that by yourself of course but I think that I just want to make a space here in particular because when I visit other cities, I, I will say, I will say that it's very different um, in a sense of um, when I go to other cities and I visit like the the black gay scene, they do what they want to do, baby. They wear basketball shorts and Jordans to the club and they be in there. In Atlanta, you got to get your whole head, this whole yeah. Uh, Mar- Margella. You gotta be which, ready for New York Fashion Week, honey. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you gotta have your pieces together all the yeah. time. And ain't nothing wrong with that because sometimes people genuinely like to be fashionable. Yeah. And I get that because I, I mean, I'm that type of person too, but I feel like clubs aren't meant for that. And that's in the straight community too because people break their necks, scam, do everything they do need to the do. the most to come home smell like cigarettes. Yeah. So I think that in in my perspective, it just takes the fun out of it. It's like people go out to kind of release. Like you had a long week at work or some shit happened. You broke up with your boyfriend. Uh, some shit happened at your job or, or either something good happened. You got a promotion. You got yeah, a new let job. let it out. Express yourself. Right. You're just going to express, express yourself and to celebrate. 
and just release. And I feel like it's become a popularity contest. And I think that um, even like the people that are around me sometimes, um, they're always shocked at the type of stuff that I have or the type of things that I put on or the type of things that I like because I don't get hyped up off of certain things like they do. Like mm-hmm. I, I get hyped up more off of creativity. Like your outfit costs $5, but if you, that thing is going off and you cut it up and it looks neat and it's You that Fat Farm logo, baby girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like creative shit. So I think that um, Atlanta is just brainwashed, but the, I, I just really hate that for us because we already disrespected by. I know it's like sub, it's like subclasses within a, a class. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and mind <laughs> you, we already have that in the black community as itself. So now, not only do we have it in that, but we got it in the black gay community. So my fight is not just for black people. It's like I gotta go for it. Gays then black people against white people. Do you think that, though, do you think it's possible to be in a world where these things aren't happening? Because I always think about it, is that, like, we're fighting for our rights to be accepted by society, to not be killed by the police, to not deal with so many things we deal with. But I, I mean, even though we have people who have spoken up and shown that they stand with us, quote unquote, whatever that means, it's like, are we really going to get what we're looking for? Yeah, and and I think that, I think that realistically, this is so sad. Um, it, it's, it almost makes you feel like you have to kind of learn to be immune to certain things um, just to, just for your own mental sake. Yeah, and yeah. I think that people, people need to stop like chastising people for feeling like that. Because I think that when people be not necessarily neutral to situations, but they kind of have to just to keep their sanity and their mental, their mental in order, they have to kind of like just detach from it. Like, don't force people to do stuff like that. Like, I saw so many people like, oh, you ain't get up and go protest. Yeah, if it's forced, I don't want it. And I don't think people should feel obligated to do certain things to show, to prove their ally, truth be told. Like, I don't think because somebody didn't post that they don't support us. I do care about that, but I don't think I'm like, oh, you ain't go to the protest? Get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many people ask me that, and I'm like, no, I definitely, I said, for, I donated, but I donated directly to people's pockets. Yes, please yeah. do, because there's been so much stuff coming out about these organizations. I'm just like, yeah. Jesus. I don't, let me say something. Y'all can post, open your purse all you want, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I use Apple anyway. Yeah, I'm not opening my purse. So uh, <laughs> I definitely, uh, today, um, I saw that some of my friends who are, true allies both male and female and i and just how hard they advocate for the black and the gay community um i just seen you know they were going through some things so i was like you know let me just send you some lunch money. i do the same thing and i and i, I know they always be so shocked but the race like supporting the black business there we go right there yeah. buy their product yeah i'm going directly to the source i mean that's just that's just like I'm not donating to no food bank. I can literally just go get food and take it to the homeless directly to them. If they, if that's what that's what I want to do, I'm I, that's just the type of person I am. I watch too many documentaries on Netflix about how these cap ass organizations like Red Cross Fund or Red Cross Blue Shield, whatever the shit called, 
Hold on now. I'm, I'm with Blue Cross Blue Shield now. <laughs> is it called what? So is it Red, Red Cross and then Blue Cross Red Cross is the uh, the the uh, health organization and then Blue Cross Blue Shield is medical insurance. Obviously, I don't know that. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, I'm just messing with you, but that that is the case though. But it's cool. Yeah, I'm like I, wa- I watch how like the National Cancer Society and all these other organizations. Cricket. But you know what? I think that things I said this about pastors. Like you see all these pastors that are at these mega churches, they're millionaires. You know, it might have started off as being, as being a, a role of passion, wanting to spread the word of God, but yeah. that go out the window once you get bigger and more powerful. You start being yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah. And I think these organizations might have had good intent from the beginning, but that's not the case today. And it's, we can't do nothing about it. We just see them stamped on every goddamn thing, so people naturally give their money there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely just go straight to the source. I think that. Um, Overall, though, I think that for that my contribution um, or just my advice to people who don't know what to do or who are confused or who who um, want to help or want to be an ally or just want to support, I think that the main thing to do is to just ask somebody directly. I mean, you can always Google stuff, but I mean, I think that everybody at this point at least knows one gay person. Or yes. one trans person. And if you or, don't know one, they're probably afraid to let you know. So you need to stop acting like you homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't be homophobic. Yeah, and I think that that's so crazy that I, I, this is my point about it. Don't be so caught up on, oh, y'all dudes need to stop being DL. If you're like that, then you don't need to be homophobic to people who are actually gay. Because that's actually the reason why they are dead. Like, you're not helping the situation at all. Exactly. They're afraid. Let me tell you something. So many of my friends have come out to me over the years. And I, you know, I always knew. (laughs) But I always tried to, like, make them, like, you know, anybody who, I mean, there was a point in my life where dudes would literally tell me I hang around too many gay boys and they didn't want to date me. Or I've had people tell me that I was never going to find a man because I had too many gay friends. But the point that I'm making is that they should see that I do not care about their sexual preference like it's not even it's really a pure coincidence that most of my friends gay it just happened it just happened like that yeah yeah so it's not like you know i don't treat it as like an accessory but i hate that people even care that much like to me it's kind of like somebody could say oh he act gay right but people act shy act nervous act ratchet act polished you know what i'm saying so what's the problem like i just like what is the problem yeah i hate stuff like that i even i hate when people say um, just because you, but just because somebody has like really good English, they talk white. Yeah. Or they act and white. I hate that people should get out of there. You know what? I learned that in, uh, I want to say the 11th grade, my Spanish teacher, Miss Bryson from Thera High School, where's good, Tina Bryson. If y'all know what she is, I tried to find her on social media, can't find her. But oh. I remember someone said that she talked like a white girl and she snapped. And she was like, you know, just because I talk educated, you should not associate educated and polished and enunciation with being white you know what i'm saying and you know us we can talk how we talking now but when it's time to go we can switch it up there's no such thing quote unquote as talking black now there is a vernacular that we have amongst our community but because i pronounce my word and i use the r's and the t's it does not mean i sound white like get that out of your head that's brainwashed it's like saying somebody with a mixed child has good hair all hair is good hair you need to love yourself for real yeah she taught me that too yeah, I'm, I'll definitely hear that even to this day, like within the past few days. But um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I, um, 
and I feel like people shouldn't feel bad for not knowing this stuff. And I think that people have to stop making people feel bad because some people learn at their own pace and people learn on their own time. That's you have to be in the yeah, like people just automatically assume that you're just supposed to know this shit. Um, I would say even for me, like more recently, I've I've came to a realization that I, without even knowing it, associate um being rich or wealthy or luxury things with white people that's that's how but you know that's how it's in the hood they be like i'm trying to move in the white folks neighborhood or yeah. i'm trying to get this white folks money this is and they let's give yourself the assumption that black people aren't successful or can't be successful which is not true exactly. especially in atlanta exactly and and i never said it in that way like i never came out of my mouth and said oh I'm yeah sure i have i know i have like white people uh got more money da, da, da. i mean not yeah. well I, I definitely said that i feel like um, white people are born rich. I say stuff like that. Um, but I do feel like I've associated certain things in the way of life, um, especially one of them being, um, oh, I'm not going to, like me saying like, oh, I'm just finding me a white boy because these black men ain't going to do it for me. <laughs> I've said that before. And yeah, I, and you, I was, you meant it or it wasn't a joke? I feel like it was a joke because I don't think I could do that. But <laughs> <laughs> we not It just sounded good in the moment. You just, but you, what I was about to say. What about Joanna Scammer? Because she really got people talking about Caucasian living and got my Caucasian house. So that is definitely a parody. Yeah. Um, just to give a little insight on who Joanna Scammer is. Um, she used to be on MySpace and and his name on MySpace was Miss Prada. And he used to make music about like crazy funny stuff. So he always been like a jokester. He did mm-hmm. do porn for a little bit. But um he always been like a jokester. That whole, ooh, almost knocked stuff over. Um, that whole persona is like basically a parody against white people, okay. or 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 people who are black that really think like that. I think we all have met people who just anything that white people do, they try to do it. Just uppity blacks. Like that. That's what they call them. Better. Uppity Negro, just kidding. I think that's what that's what that's what he gives with that character, Joanna Scammer. It's like I'm doing what I gotta do to get the to obtain these things just so I could be in the same conversation as these white people. Because they're better than us. Like get out of my Caucasian home. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think how do you feel just speaking on that? How do you feel about people that say homophobic things in comedy? You know, people were really not trying to hear nothing that Dave Chappelle had to say on his stand up that was released last week because of some things he said that was transphobic or homophobic. Um do you think there's a can can it be accepted when it's in comedy? Is it violent? Because I I I feel like because of social media, I have I have been kind of made to feel uncomfortable about stuff like that, but there are so many things that are joked about that I wonder, like, does this count too, or how? Like, so, how? I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get canceled for saying <laughs> this, and I'm I'm ready to take the charge at this point. But I feel like um, the just the just the history of comedy, okay. The history of comedy, we pick it. They they make jokes about poverty being poor being black <laughs> what why why is it that you know what i'm saying like yeah. why is it that they can't make jokes about that now realistically it is a um it is certain uh uh stigma behind certain comedians being homophobic like richard Pryor um was was 
exposed. I mean, he's dead now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I found out within like two years ago or within the last two years or a year that um, he was very homophobic and he even um, canceled this guy's stand-up show because he was gay. He was opening for him. Mm. And he said that the guy, I don't even know the comedian's name, but he said that Richard Pryor found out that he was gay and he had his manager go tell him that he can go home. They gave him his check still and said that he didn't want, he didn't want to go on stage after a faggot. That's what he said. Mm, and you know what's sad? That era? Quincy Jones came out and said that Richard Pryor was gay. So. <laughs> Quincy well, Jones. not a coinkydink. <laughs> and that's usually the case. Not all the time, but that's usually the case. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's, it, I, you know, and I obviously. Well, I honestly, I honestly don't, um, just to answer your question though, um, I honestly don't feel like it's off limits. I don't think that people should, if anything that's off limits, I think that sexual abuse jokes, drug, um, like jokes about drugging people, those type of things, molestation, child abuse, those type of things are off limits, but actual gay jokes, I don't, or, or trans jokes or whatever, I don't think that that's, uh, it's not offensive to If it's me. not like perpetuating violence, or yeah. harming somebody yeah i can understand that i um yeah you're right though because i just think that everything is triggering to somebody everything exactly and it's kind of tough to entertain people because people look they look to entertainment for a sense of non-reality like you yeah. know outside of the norm so it's kind of like tough to like oh construction paper is so hard made out of wood nah. <laughs> and i'll be sitting there like <laughs> This guy sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, cause, like you said, some what, everything could be triggering to certain people. Like, I could say something about tomatoes, and somebody, but like, oh my god, please don't say that. I got hit in the eye with tomato when I was twelve. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, it's certain things that you just aren't going to be able to avoid with people. Yeah, I just think that that just comes with this this era of awakening that we're in. It's also over awareness and, and more sensitivity than normal. So it just kind of comes with it. We want more acceptance in other aspects and we got to expect a lot of other things to be considered off limits for some people. But my thing is, if it entertains you, it entertains you. I just don't want anything to be bringing harm to my life and the people that are around me or I care about. And because um, I think the things that people say and do for entertainment do cause an impact. I love to say video games don't, invoke violence well why little kids shooting toy guns at people you know what i'm saying so you know i just think honestly y'all just do what makes you happy and if somebody confronts you about it just have you know be ready for an educated conversation about it and be open-minded to possibly looking at a identifying a flaw or maybe an opportunity to educate back who knows but i think we're in a world where there's a lot of ambiguity in every single thing we do and there's nothing that we can do to please everybody but you just need to do right by people and um just kind of Pay it forward in that way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we live in a society where uh, um, Boosie is making a big deal about trans people and gay people, but he's also trying to put grown women yes. on his 13-year-old son. And who knows how old he was when the first time he did it. So, you know. But it is Pride Month. Um, support your local... So uh, I say local support <laughs> support a black lgbt person today period learn about it be respectful um get educated educate other people's and honestly just i mean because i mean in reality we fight for us we fight for y'all 
And we, y'all so, deserve that for same treatment back. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like that's trans rights and black. Because I, I mean, reality, we don't see the difference, but obviously, other people see the line. Yeah. But it's a shame. Right for humanity. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Nobody, well, who I have sex with or who you have sex with is nobody's business. And it's no. not just about who they have sex with, but essentially, that's what people's issue is. You know what I'm saying? But why? Which exactly. Is, but okay. Okay. Well, all right, y'all. <laughs> that has been another episode of OT Podcast. Don't be homophobic. Don't be transphobic. Don't be blackphobic. Don't be biphobic. Don't be arachnophobic. Don't be <laughs> shoot. I don't know, but mind your business and drink water. Let your soul glow. Huh? And drink you some Pedialyte. <laughs> And stay out of parties. Okay. <sighs> well, all right. I'm about to hit this thing. All right, y'all. I'm out. Bye. Don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs>